Hello and welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with one Pokemon in the field. I'm Kevin. Hello. Oh, Kevin, you're you're feeling somber today. I'm sleepy. Kevin's a I don't even know what to say. Boy. It's 10.46 p.m. I just oh, had no. a nap and drank an espresso. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you're going to be a rocket ship and asleep at the same time. Yeah. That, well, anyway, that sounds about right. Welcome to Pokesports. We're going to be talking competitive Pokemon today because sometimes we just don't. Uh, and you know what? That's okay. And that's okay. Because at the end of the day, this is our podcast that we've been doing for how many, how many years now? For 270, 20 episodes. That's so many episodes. That's the most amount of episodes that's, I've ever seen on a podcast. I don't know how to count <laughs> higher than that. <laughs> I stop at 270-20, whatever that number is. 270-20. What are we on right now? 204. What Pokemon is Pokemon 204? What was the last one we did? Yeah. 203. Ah, of course. How could I forget? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. Mischievous or something. It was mischievous at 200. I remember that. Oh, really? Unknown was close after that. 203 was Girafferig. 203 was Girafferig. Okay. So this means that are we finally at Smeargle? Have we reached Smeargle status? It feels like that's Smeargle, right? Girafferig and Smeargle feel like, like siblings. They both have the stupidest looking face. Yeah, it's I can a see pretty that. dumb face. But you know what? It's uh, it's not Smeargle. I'm so sad. It uh, is a bug. Didn't we do Yanma? Yeah, we did. There so are more. There are more than oh. just that. Oh, <laughs> as bugs. <laughs> um, this one late, does evolve and not into Yanmega. A late, a late bug. Is it Lediba? It's not that like fifty Pokemon isn't in isn't that late. So it is Ladybug. It's not. Okay. Also, are there I, other I bugs? Distinctly remember us saying Ledian earlier. Is it Pineco? It is Pineco. Oh, fun, mm-hmm. fun. The big you know Pineco one mm-hmm. is the first Steel type Pokemon canonically created. The first Steel type Pokemon canonically. So four yeah, because- you're saying is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That guy. Because technically it's Magnemite, but Magnemite didn't start off Steel. So the first one to actually come up in the decks in your playthrough as a Steel-type Pokemon is Fortress. Interesting. Now, do you get Magnemite before you get Pineco? No, you don't, right? You get mm. Pineco first. Yeah. Don't you have to go back to Kanto to get Magnemite? Or do they oh, have I don't like actually know. some cross I truly do things. not remember too much of me playing through silver, gold, heart gold, soul silver, that kind of thing. Well, good news for you. <clears> once <throat> we get a legend Celebi, you'll get the opportunity to play it on Pokemon Day. You know, there are some people <laughs> saying that they're putting that that uh, Game Freak or Ilka or whatever will be putting together uh, gold and silver and white and black. It's too many colors, man. To make <laughs> like black silver and like... Uh, Gold, white, white gold. gold, white gold. Yeah. yeah, that actually works. That one. I, I, I no, <laughs> no. And they said that there would be fusions between like Zekrom and Lugia and uh, Reshiram and Ho-Oh because they share uh, not really Zekrom and Lugia, but like Ho-Oh and Zekrom or Reshiram, they share traits. 
They share fires. Yeah. yeah. And the I drawing mean, I saw of it, that was real good. I think people are getting a little bit too creative. Personally. I think people are getting antsy. Uh, I, I honestly think we're we're probably getting both of what people are saying. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. we got a, a a Pearl and Diamond remake and we got PLA. So why can't we just get a black and white remake and then Legends DLC? Yeah. So, eh. Or maybe we're not going to get any Legends game. They're going to give us a Let's Go game. Who knows? I'd still enjoy playing a Let's Go game. Let's Go is... That was a thing, right? Like, it's very polished. It's a very yeah. polished looking game. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, in retrospect, was not that great. But for those first, I don't know, eight to ten hours, I was having the time of my life. You I shiny like, hunted a Mewtwo in that game. There you go. Mm-hmm. I got maybe to the third gym before I was like, okay, I, I think I see how how little substance this game kind of has. And then I backed off. And then people tried to make it competitive for, for a hot second and then mm-hmm. realized that that couldn't work. It's no abilities. Gyarados <laughs> doesn't have Intimidate anymore. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even playing with this Gyarados? <laughs> but, I mean, hopefully... Uh, you know, having heard the the gripes that people had over over uh, let's go P and E, uh, they they toss in some of that. You know, it's still the best looking game we've ever seen that runs the smoothest that we've Truly. ever seen. But I mean, it's not that ambitious. That's why it's pretty much one to one red and blue. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll see. So there are three games potentially on the horizon. Then a let's it's go. It's definitely a Johto thing is happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and definitely you know the thing too. I mean, I, I it's probably just PLC and. I think we've all gotten Black like Light. extremely conditioned to uh, to notice these things now. Like, if there's any mention of Unova, uh, Unova, we're all like, oh. If there's any mention of Johto, we're all like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the thing is, the 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 reason why I legitimately think it's gonna be both of those games is because. Poco Path, when you load into, um, when you load into the game, like the first route that you take in Scarlet and Violet is Poco Path. The if have you heard the music side by side to that and um, the starting town in Johto? It's no, identical. Really? It's literally identical. So it's really? it gets you thinking like, oh, okay, fine, and then. You know, you had the whole Blueberry Academy name dropping Unova 20 times. Everyone's related in the Blueberry Academy to some Unova gym leader, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, there's little hints here. They're trying to, like, promote things, I think, maybe. Yeah. They're they're playing with us, and it's working. Because now now we're fusing Pokemon. (laughs) 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 Because we have fusing thoughts now. Because we don't know which one it's going to be. Uh, I wonder if we're going to be out of the Johto decks in our in our podcast series by the time we uh, by the time we have some kind of remake there. Well, I mean, 50, 50 Pokemon from now is mm. another year, so maybe. Because how many was I the think Johto decks? That was up to like two fifty, right? I think they only added a hundred. It was a small decks, yeah. Oh, because it was, it was essentially a sequel. It wasn't supposed to be another game. They never intended it to be another game. Mm. I am currently searching up how many Pokemon did each generation add, and then I promise we'll get into something competitive. Each generation is also marked by the addition of new Pokemon. 151 in Gen 1, 
100 in Gen 2, 135 in Gen 3, 107 in Gen 4, 156 in Generation 5. It's the biggest one. Yeah. 72 in Gen 6 and 88 in Gen 7. 96 in Gen 8 and 120 in Paldea. We had a lot in Paldea, actually. Is that good when they add more than 100 Pokemon each each go? I never really noticed a big difference. Mm. I mean, we get more stupid-looking Pokemon like Flamigo, but... Uh, but I, I could play with stupid-looking Pokemon all day. That's yeah. fine. I... Well, I, I guess it's also like, you know, how many... Uh, viable Pokemon here. Like how many three stage evolutions, how many, you know, Jokemon, how many uh, mythicals and legendaries and stuff. Cause there are some, uh, some games that have way more legendaries than others. Right. Yeah. I still, I will die on this hill. I, I mm. do still think generation eight has the most competitively new uh, Pokemon. Okay. That came into a meta. So when they made think- sword and shield, they made the good stuff. I, I think they actually thought hard about game design there a lot more than like Paldea decks because we still use Generation Eight Pokemon like it's no like Rillaboom, right? Goated. Absolutely yeah. goaded. Hatterene, Indeedee, etc. Like it, it, the list goes on. Grimmsnarl can still be played. I don't know. I feel like Gen Eight offered a lot of competitive Pokemon, but it also I mean you're absolutely right. Yeah, like going through <clears throat> all of the late stage Pokemon, mm-hmm. all the final stage Pokemon. Uh, you got Rillaboom, you got Cinderace, you got Inteleon, you've got Greedent. And even Greedent is there's like... A, there's a spot. There's a spot for that. There, there was not a spot for Raticate. There is a no. spot for Greedent. Uh, Corviknight is usable. Orbeetle is usable. Uh, Feeble is n- n- not. No, that one you can leave at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I guess Orbeetle as well. It just kind of had a neat uh, G-Max and like kind of an interesting theme. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Colossal, for example, not great anymore, but was amazing. Yeah, for the for the meta that it was uh released in, it was it was crazy good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, still Flapple Appleton, those are just I'm good surprised design. they made another That's one. That's just <laughs> good design. Flapple is such good design, man. It's the whole an apple, apple dragon. Yeah. Apple worm. It's a worm, but a different kind of worm. I get it. It's funny. Yeah, still scrolling through these. Like, there's a lot that I now miss uh, realizing that they're not in Gen 9, right? Like, looking at Senta Scorch, like, that thing was. Whoa, that, was that cool, just right? unlocked a memory for me. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that guy exists. You're right. Mm-hmm. Senta Scorch. What did it used to do that was cool? Uh, fire spin stuff? Fire. Right? Was it Fire Lash? I think it was called. I don't know. I don't even remember, man. It wasn't like great competitively, but, no, but it I was remember, fun. I remember it used on like Parish Song teams and stuff. Now I want to know what Sentus. No, we're doing a deep dive on Sentus Scorch. Welcome to Pokey Scorch, a competitive Sentus <laughs> Scorch podcast. Yeah, Fire Lash was its uh, signature move. 80 power, 100% accuracy. Uh, inflicts damage, lowers, lowers the target's defense by one stage. Interesting. Also, mm. these base stats are not awful. No. 525 for a two-stage evolution? Were we evolution? sleeping on set to scorch for three years? No. <laughs> no. No, we were not. No, we were just using a other guy instead. I think Firebug. <laughs> I think Firebug is just a cool-looking typing, too. Yes. We don't have yeah. enough of those. I agree. 
Uh, and then one more time, just uh, scrolling through the old Pokemon, the Draco line, Draco's ult, Arc's ult, Arc's ult, Arc. Yeah, I miss those guys. Those guys Dracovish. actually miss. miss. Yeah. Imagine a Water Terra Dracovish vicious friend right now. Bruh. It would be so good. <laughs> the the typing on them just oh, it wasn't great at the time. It would be so cool in in terrestrialization meta. Like Drake's ult is what uh, uh, Miraidon is right now. Yeah. Like, just bring bring that guy in, Mister Fish. Make that make uh-huh. sense, Mister Fish. Uh yeah, and I mean the rest of them are here now. We still have them. A ton of uh, Galarian Pokemon were brought in. I think we got every fossil back except those fossils, which is, is kind of upsetting to me. Uh, see, and it's weird to me because I can't recall any fossils that I've seen in play in, in recent memory. I just Apart played Rampartos. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Apart from like Shield On uh, in, a, in a random battle that I had today. Yeah, Shield On started the controversy with Mirror. Co- what was it, Mirror Coat? Mirror or something? The TM's no, not that oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The TM problem, right? Uh, you, for someone that doesn't have any Coliseum knowledge, you know who Mirror B is. Hey, listen, <laughs> I spent a lot of time watching Let's Plays, so, oh, so you've played the game technically. I yeah, mentally, yeah. I have mentally played through that game. Yeah, that game <laughs> is is done for me. Gale of Darkness, I have not touched. Okay, that's the better. It's the same thing, but better. So right. you're not missing much. Is that a sequel to another Te- one that I haven't played? It's a sequel to Coliseum. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Was there one more? No, no, they stopped there. Okay. Thank you for this. Uh, hey, listen, before we get into competitive Pokemon, this is just going to be us for the rest of the podcast. Just be like, yeah, one more thing before competitive Pokemon. And you know what? It's working. You guys haven't left yet. Hey, you know what? You're here. Hi. Yeah, if you don't mind, I got a match to get ready for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah soundboard is broken. Doom. Let's play I got, a I got a soundboard. Thank you, Kevin. <clears throat> Doom. I, I'm going to need some, yeah, yeah. I'm Doom. Need some quiet yeah. jazz. Bum, 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 Yeah, I just, bum, I just bum, let you go bum, through bum. that. Uh, we're going to play some Pokedoku. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pokedoku is fun. I have not played this for months. Neither have you. This will be great. That is correct. Uh, now, for those who have never played Pokédoku before or have uh, not listened to us while we play through Pokédoku, uh, you get nine squares in a grid. Uh, you need to correspond each of the squares in the gri- uh, those grids with the what's the what's thing? The, the columns, X and columns y and the axis. rows. Yeah, the axes. Uh, if the Pokemon that you choose are r- rare enough in your choice then you have a you have a better score. All right, let's do it. Okay. What's the first one? I think we have poison and ghost. Yes, that is correct. Now, ghost and poison that would be petrant, I think. And in, in, we can do we have two options. We have four Gengar. options. Yeah, yeah there's the whole ghastly line. Now, from the whole ghastly line plus Petron, which one do you think is least popular? Haunter? What's that? Is it Haunter? Haunter, probably. Yeah, the I'm middle gonna, the middle Pokemon are usually. I'm going to do Haunter. Okay. Let's see if that was a good choice. Oh, it asked me if I'm sure now. Oh. 19.5, that's not bad. 
I'm going to go with Ghastly. I got a 19.5 on my Poison Ghost. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go different ones? Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, what, what, what'd you get? Ooh, I got 13.4. Oh, you're lower than me, so you had the mm. better choice. Dang it. All right. All right. What about Fighting Ghost? What the heck is a Fighting What's Ghost? What's a Fighting Ghost? What what would a fighting ghost be? It's just uh, Marshadow. Punch, punch, punch. Marshadow is fighting ghost? Yeah, I guess so. It's the only one, too. Mm, that's the only one I can think of as well, yeah. Yeah, All right. right. That's 100%. 52? There's, there's more? I chose the, the more garbage half? But is what? it just, is it the resolute form or something stupid? The Marshadow resolute? I don't know. Mm. I can't think of another fighting ghost. I I mean I firmly believe that another one exists, but I'm going to go with Marshadow myself. Ghost fighting. Ghost no, later, later we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. All right, Alolan ghost. Okay, so we we have options here. Oh, uh, Sandy Gast. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna. I was gonna do a slam that Marowak, one right in. So I'm gonna do a Alolan Marowak. Nice. Okay. Good choice. Okay, I got a sixteen point two nine on that. Mine one. was. Six? <laughs> Six? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, because it was like, kind of like a zero. I was like, what is that? Mine was... Six? Six? <laughs> yeah, it, it is indeed 6%. Uh, bug and Poison. There's a lot of good ones for this one. Dust Tux. Dust Tux. I'm going to go with Aria Dose. Is that a poison? Be careful. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I got a 8.8, baby. No one likes dust tox. 8.8 is better than mine. Mine was 10.2. Okay, people remember Ariados. Mm-hmm. Uh, bug fighting. There's only one of those, right? Mm-hmm. No. No, no, no. There's a bunch of those. Bug fighting. There's Buzzwall and Heracross that I can think of. Yeah, and... Um, uh, but those uh, are such good ones. Like, people are going to know those. The not Buzzwole Ultra Beast was Heracross. No, the Ultra Beast one. Oh, the not Buzz. Oh, Feramosa. Feramosa. Thank you. That is another bug fighting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Low kicks is dark, right? Bug dark. Yeah, that's dark bug. Mm. It's the first of its kind. Ooh. Revolutionary, visionary. Weak to fire still. Okay, I'm going to go with Feramosa because that's the one that I I wanted to say. I'm going to go Heracross, even though I'm pretty sure this is stupid. Oh, I can go Mega Heracross. Okay. Oh, nice. Catch him off guard. I got 24%. That is not Oh, no, that's that is not, not off guard. guard. They were very on guard. I got 14. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alolan Bug. I Now I can only think of uh, Buzzwall. <laughs> Dupiter. Dupiter? All right. Girls go to do Piter. Oh, five percent. We're coming back. Really? Yeah. Wow. Boys go to Dupiter to get more stupider. And I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm going with Buzzwall <laughs> at eight percent. Okay. That's not bad. Okay. And now they're all have ultra fun beasts. in the ultra beast. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Have can I can I not choose the same things? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Ultra beast poison. That to me is uh Naganadel. Lego. Yeah. I'm gonna do Nihilego. Nihilego, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll go with uh, what was the first one? Naganado. Yeah. Oh, I hit a forty-two point four. Get me out. No, I'm actually gonna go with Poipole. Yes, that's Poi- fair. 
Poipole is 26.7, though. Ew. I think there's only three choices, though, so. Oh, okay. Well, then great. Yeah. Uh, Ultra Beast Fighting. That's Fermosa. That's Buzzwool. There's only two, right? Oh, no. What have I done? Wait a uh, minute. What have I done? Oh, did you just soft lock yourself? I, I think I did. <laughs> Mike just soft locked. You chose Buzzwool before. Oh, no. And you chose Fermosa just now. Oh, no. Oh, no. There is no other fighting Ultra Beast. That's stupid. Oh, I'm choosing no. Buzzwool. Okay, have fun. Uh, uh, my 4. other Alolan Ultra Beast is going to be Guzzlord. That's all of them. They're ah. all Alolan. And then I guess I I guess I'll lose Ultra Beast uh fighting type Ultra Beast. Well, I guess that's going to be Goldeen. <laughs> and there you go. Red blacked out. Okay, well, my unique score was 235. I chose Poipal as my Alolan Ultra Beast at 4.5. My unique it. score was 247. Oh, not too so, far I mean, off. With one Pokemon missing. For someone that threw, that's really good. I, yeah, I definitely <laughs> threw that. The most it, unique score was 147, and they mm. had... Ooh, they threw... Okay, they're so smart. For the Alolan ghost type, they chose Necrozma Dawn Wings. Yeah, wow, yeah. Oh. That whole thing. Necrozma Dawn Wings is a smart Fighting choice. Fighting Bug, they chose Slitherwing. Oh, they're so smart. I hate them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then Poipol, they chose Faramosa. Yeah, Poipol again. Hey, they did they did two. Oh, so maybe you can do two. I tried. It told me no. Oh, wait, no, they didn't do two. Those are just the two least common ones ever, period. Oh. oh. Yeah, 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 those are the least common ones at all. <laughs> oh, so you can't. No. You can't get Poipole and Poipole. No, Whatever. but if you chose Poipole in that spot, you got the least common. Congratulations. I see. I didn't know that Venipede was a uh, poison bug. I didn't know Venipede was a Pokemon. You know what? Ghost Same. fighting. Oh, yeah. Annihilate is the other one. A doy. Oh, right. The thing oh, they yeah. just made. The thing that I literally played with today. Yeah, got it. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that was fun. Um, let's, you know, let's get into some compo- competitive Pokemon. But first, Kevin, what are you going to What are you going to say? Um, for a game that I haven't played in literally months, there was still 95,683 games played today. That's pretty impressive. Games played in what? Pokedoku. Oh, really? 95,683 Pokedoku games were played today. Wow. That is pretty good for a game that I completely forgot about until minutes before this podcast. Kevin, can you hit me with the wow sound effect, please? Wow, wow, wow. Thank you. Anytime. Let's go into Unite. (gasps) We haven't been here in a while. (laughs) <laughs> Every now and then we get hit by the bug, the bug of the Slitherwing, the Slitherwing uh, of Pokemon Unite, where we're like, should we try this game again? Should we try it and then, you know, just feel it out? And I think we're there. I think we're there yeah. again. Uh, we're playing Unite tonight, bud. OK, <laughs> might be playing Unite tonight, bud. Uh, Unite's been been cooking. They've got some new Pokemon, as always. They haven't stopped. 
No, yeah, we we have stopped. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we're the ones who stopped looking <laughs> at new Pokemon. But while that was happening, we got Pokemon like Meowskarada, who was most recently, uh, pretty close to most recently, if not most recently, uh, released on on Unite. We've had Pokemon like Mimikyu, uh, Mimikyu, go out who we've never played with yet. No. Uh, but mo- uh, most interested for us would be the Magikarp that they dropped. Uh, you can now play as Gyarados. You can play as Gyarados in Pokemon Unite, and a lot of you already know that. But, ooh boy, does that one look fun to play, and I kind of want to play Unite because of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's just going to be fun just flailing around like a little idiot. But the other yeah. cool thing about Unite that happened since the last time we complained about it, because I think the last time you and me tried to play Unite, it was like Mewtwo X and Y were out Correct. and they were and they were doing their thing. Um, they've now since nerfed them to the point where you can only have, I believe, one of them on your team. Like you oh. can't just have a Zacian and a Mewtwo X on your team at the same time. So they they entered their own category, the EX category, which I guess is the legend status in mm in uh, Pokemon Unite, and they've just nerfed them multiple times over to the point where it's just like, okay, they're not that bad yet anymore. So the nerfs aside, that's a that's a pretty fun way of doing it. Um, yeah. Having, like, a category of Pokemon that you can only have one-ofs in your in your team. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I kind of want to do a dive on Gyarados here. Let's do it. Let's do Big it. Big fan. And you know what? Uh, we're going to figure out if this is a Kevin play style or a Mike play style. Because uh, both of us, we play differently. We have Pokemon that we we jive with a lot more. What kind of Pokemon are you big fans of? Bursty special attackers, usually. Bursty the, special attackers. The Gardevoirs, the Espeons, the Inteleons, etc. Mm-hmm. I am a little bit bigger on like the skill shots. Uh, so things like Decidueye or... or Glaceon, kinda, Nine Tails, kinda. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of those. So Gyarados is a physical attacker, which already kind of puts him in in your camp. Mm. Uh, has the passive ability as a Magikarp rattled when damaged. Oh movement speed is increased, stacking up to five times. Okay, uh, each, time, <laughs> each time Magikarp scores a goal, KOs an enemy, or otherwise makes a contribution in battle. Their effort gauge increases. Once the effort gauge is full, Magikarp evolves into Gyarados. Oh, really? Oh. So it's not a level thing. It has to contribute. It has to do something. That's the hardest thing for Magikarp to do. Something. I love that, though. <laughs> Give a completely different way. Oh, there's of, effort gauge details here. Of evolving. Total effort, effort yeah. of 10k is required to evolve. Auto attack is plus 20 effort on use, plus 100 on hit. Splash is plus 50 effort. Flail is plus 50 on use, plus 50 effort on hit. Scoring a goal less than 10 points is plus 400. Scoring a goal with 10 points or more is 1,500. Assisting a KO is 2,000 points. Getting a KO is 4,000 points. So you just got to siphon KOs into this magic carp to get this to a Gyarados as quickly as possible. So you can get damaged a little bit, get really fast, run up to a goal, and go and score it to try and get that effort. Okay. When it evolves into a Gyarados, its passive ability changes from Rattled to Moxie. Boosted. Uh, Moxie is unlocked when Magikarp evolves into Gyarados. Gyarados passively receives 1,200 HP, 100 attack, and 40% uh, attack speed. 
These wow. stats are not affected by emblems color bonuses. When knocking out an enemy player or assisting in the knockout, all move cooldowns are reduced by 30% of their current cooldown. That makes okay. sense. Now, so, I, I thought it, I, I thought that was kind of interesting that that didn't um, take into account all of the emblem bonuses. Uh, because what that means is that bonus that you're getting is flat. That goes on top of what you've already got. The 40% yeah. attack speed, that'll scale as your uh, level goes up because your uh, emblems will uh, also, you know, contribute to your, your stuff. But everything else... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a flat bonus. It's a flat increase. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. I mean, it could be better, but hey, it's a passive ability. What do we really expect? Well, right? that does lead me to believe, though, that the amount of boost that you get is actually it's pretty ridiculous. substantial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous enough for it not to be a multiplier. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when knocking out an enemy player, all move cooldowns are reduced by 30%. That's pretty cool. That's so really if you good. get like a Hello, three... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get a triple kill, you're getting a pentakill. <laughs> that's what that's Pretty saying. much, yes. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, Magikarp's auto attack has no boosted attack. Gyarados' hey. auto attack becomes a boosted attack with every third attack dealing additional damage. It's that pretty makes sense. normal. Yeah. yeah, normal stuff there. As a Magikarp, move one is flail. Flail cool. about doing damage to nearby enemies. The lower the user's remaining HP, the more damage is dealt. Oh. Neat. Okay. So you, oh, cool. So, so that that's makes it so an execute. Like, that's it's an good. execute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you need. You need to get the last hit on, on people. You got to siphon cool. kills into the Magikarp. I, I love how like, Magikarp's just going through its uh, training arc, you know? It'll yeah. get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Magikarp will figure it out someday. Uh, and then when it evolves, uh, you can select either Dragon Breath or Aqua Tail. Dragon Breath, exhale a mighty gust, dealing damage and leaving enemies hit paralyzed for three seconds. If the breath deals damage to a Pokemon's basic and boost uh, boosted attacks, what? If the breath does, if the breath does damage to a Pokemon, basic and boosted attacks become enhanced, gaining rage and damage for five seconds. Rage. If at least one Pokemon is paralyzed, the user receives a minimum of 60% attack speed boost. What? What? This attack speed boost is now increased by 20% based on how many enemies become paralyzed. Up to two additional enemies hit. That's so much attack speed. Three seconds in a MOBA is eternal, by the way. Do we Mm -hmm. all recognize that three second para is kind of relevant? You paralyze them for three seconds. And then you get an attack speed boost while they're paralyzed. That's nuts. It, it's huge. And then at level 10, you increase the damage dealt by this move and enhanced attacks. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty that's pretty amazing. Okay, yeah. I, I think Dragon Breath wins, and I haven't even read Aquatail yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even read Aquatail. Like, this Pokemon's been out for a while. Like, for all we know, it's not great. <laughs> Gyarados swings their tail continuously for four seconds while held. This is Aquatail. Up to five hits. While swinging, moves slightly in the aim direction. So it goes... If this move hits enemy po- enemy Pokemon at least nope. If this move hits enemy Pokemon at least three times, a boosted version of this move can be used within five seconds. This boosted version sweeps the tail to attack a wider area and can be charged. If charged for at least 0.5 seconds and up to 1.5 seconds, the area of effect and damage is increased. Hmm. Okay, so it does like five swipes, and if you hit three yeah. of them, it does like a you can do a bigger swipe. Okay. I guess it de- it depends on what you're trying to go for here, right? Right. If you're going for like an auto attacky Gyarados, 
You'd want the Dragon Breath if you're going for more of a. I'm going to use moves and abilities to do damage. You'd go Aqua Aqua Tail here. Yeah, just from description alone, it seems like Aqua Tail was built to be the big damage move, and Dragon mm. Breath was built to be the more utility move. Yeah, um, and that's that's kind of always been the thing in in playing casual uh, casual competitive Pokemon Unite is just that like your team synergy needs to have some of those and you mm-hmm. don't want to overkill on utility because then you're underkilling on damage. You don't want to overkill on damage because then you'll never actually catch anybody because you have no utility. Yeah. It's that finding that happy middle. Yeah. At level 10, Aquatail increases the damage. Furthermore, the second stage of the move deals in additional damage equal to 15% of the enemy's missing HP. Oh, so it just oh. chunks them. So another execute, got it. it. Can be an execute, yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I like the move. I'm into the move. Magikarp's move two is splash. Anyone it's surprised? got flail and splash. Unsurprising. Uh, jump into a designated direction. A maximum of three uses can be kept in reserve. There is a two second cooldown between uses. Corp, 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 corp. So that's just- not how you move, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you splash on the field. Yes, but you, that's not the only way that you no, move, no, no. right? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, okay. you could still left click or or move the thumbstick. <laughs> I was a little worried about that. <laughs> uh, when Magikarp evolves, it either gets waterfall or bounce. I always found it fun that that Gyarados got bounce in the first place. I remember like and when we'll I first looked the- at that, I was like, why? It has to climb the waterfall canonically, right? Yeah. So it jumps over it. Yeah. Magic heart uh, bounce. You know? Waterfall. Charges three times in a row, dealing damage to enemies hit starting in a designated direction. Each charge may be held for two seconds. In between each charge, the direction can be changed by inputting or holding a movement direction. Hitting enemies with two charges grants the user a shield. Hitting enemies with three charges throws enemies for 0.5 seconds. Throws them? Where? Yeah, so <laughs> where are they going? They go up in the air. Ah, uh, uh, knocks up. All right. Yeah, it knocks them up. Uh, I okay. don't. I don't hate that one. That's all right. Yeah, I think it's all right. It, it reminds me of uh, Pikachu's up B in Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> where like you do the first one and then you go to another one and then another one. Yeah, actually, you only know, do two. Pete, 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 Pete. Yeah. Uh, Bounce is the other one. The user may charge power for up to 2.4 seconds, gaining unstoppable while charging. Okay, that one wins. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) unstoppable is pretty good. Don't need to read the rest of it. (laughs) When released, leap to a designated location dealing damage upon landing. The longer power is charged, the further the user can leap. Uh, If power is charged for at least 0.8 seconds, user is granted a shield when leaping. So you get a shield when you leap. That thing's broken. On both, yeah. Uh, enemies hit by a charged bounce are slowed for one second. If a target uh, hit by bounce is suffering from paralysis as a result of dragon breath, they're thrown for 0.45 seconds. Okay, so you would do dragon breath bounce and then you would do waterfall aqua tail. I think mm, maybe. I see some synergy in both bounce dragon tail or bounce dragon breath and bounce aqua tail. Yeah, because okay. I, I think it's built for like legit either one of those. Because you you bounce up, you land, you slow them, and then as they're slowed, you start whapping them with uh, Aqua Tail. But if you already have them paralyzed from Dragon Breath, then it does 
uh, what's that? It, it throws them, right? So yeah, yeah. the it's synergy is built in for both. Yeah. Waterfall is just to, to get you to where you need to go uh, faster, which I don't dislike, but no, I do stops. like bounce usually better than that. Aquatel, not mm-hmm. Aquatel. Waterfall is more sticky, right? You, you can, you can yeah. stick onto your targets a lot more. They won't run away from you. You're able to keep up. Right. Bounce is more, okay, I'm going to just jump in a team fight and smack things with my tail. That's fair. Right. It's another one of those, uh, like, initiator Pokemon, like uh, like Garchomp mm-hmm. or, like, who's the one that does fly? Dragonite, right? Yeah. Or Talonflame, even. Or Talonflame, yes. Um, just kind of, like, plopping right in the middle of the field. <laughs> Suddenly everyone's like, Whoa, oh, no. And then, <laughs> you know, they get plopping. completely ambushed. Uh, so that's, that's Gyarados. What do you, th- oh, wait, no. Let's well, unite. We gotta, move. gotta talk about yeah. Dragon Current. Dragon Current, uh, unlocks at level nine. You dive underwater, becoming untargetable and unable to attack. Yeah, this thing's broken. Uh, when <laughs> used again or after four seconds, Gyarados leaps up and attacks. If Gyarados has been underwater for at least one second, a whirlpool will be created where it surfaces, dealing continuous damage and slowing enemies hit for four seconds. If Gyarados has been underwater for at least two seconds, create a water spout instead, throwing enemies for 0.96 seconds. Why they came up with that, I don't know. Uh, the Unite buffs, while uh, you know you have that, that's a six-second duration. You get 30% movement speed, 30% cooldown reduction, really? Uh, 20% max HP shield. Okay. That's a Gengar ultimate for free. That's what that is, right? Pokemon is, yeah. It's a Gengar ultimate that comes with CC. Gengar ults usually just come with damage, but this, it's coming with a water spout and or a whirlpool. A knockup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, okay, so you swim under them, you knock up after your two seconds under under the ground, whatever, and then you just start spanking them with your tail. It's, it seems so easy. I don't know how tanky this Pokemon actually is, but it seems so easy. It seems so easy. You know what I will say? This game, hmm. When the if and when the next gen Switch console comes out, if this is the same kind of thing that a lot of people are saying, where it's going to be like a, a really, really well performing Switch, then this game is going to go on fire. Like this game is gonna mm-hmm. be the game. Because they are just slowly developing and they're they're cooking their game to make like these these interesting interactions between Pokemon. But the hardware, I find, is kind of what holds it back. Yeah. You know, like it's the the load times are long. It's hard to navigate the UI. It's slow to navigate the UI because of all the graphics that are happening there. But if there's a console that comes out that can handle all that and makes it quick and makes it, you know, easy to to navigate its own menus, uh, this game could be great. Mike, how many how many people do you still think play Pokemon Unite? Is this a stat that you can actually find? Yes. Wow, okay. Uh I would say that there are a lot more people playing than people give credit for. Because I, I know yeah. there are YouTube channels out there that are like all about Pokemon Unite and they've got like millions of subscribers. Okay. okay. But please tell me, enlighten me. I am. I can shocked. see the shock on your face. Yeah. 
Pokemon Unite boasts about 25 million monthly active users. Million? With an M. The game has consistently increased player count since its release, with peak concurrent users reaching a staggering 1.5 million at a time. I... Online at a time. I don't even. Maybe it's a lot more popular in like Asian countries or Japan. Yeah. But that is that is a lot. <laughs> if you had said 25,000 monthly players, I would have been like yeah, you would have still that's, been surprised. That's really low, but like okay, if you said 250,000, I would have given that to you. We have to also consider this is a mobile game too, right? Yeah. People do play on their phones for better uh Phones I, are better tactile experiences than actual Switch consoles. And there, as far as I understand, there are like controls, mm. uh, controllers for for your phone as well yeah. um, that some people do use. And if that's the best wow. experience, wow. Okay. Yeah, I am, I'm blown away by that. And maybe it is it is time to <laughs> reinvestigate Pokemon Unite, huh? Five per million per month. Dude. Million is what what blows my mind. Twenty five million. Million. Yeah, that's wild. These are twenty twenty three numbers because twenty twenty four hasn't been out long enough. But right. still, <laughs> that's two. Twenty twenty four patch is still there. <laughs> We're still hot fixing every now and then. But still, this is two years, three years after the original release of this game. Yeah. This game came out in 2020, right? Something like that. There's no way. That's okay. Well, anyway. What are we to, doing? What why did what are we doing? <laughs> welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon, Pokemon Unite, Unite pod podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking market share here. I mean, we're we're talking to the to the wrong niche. Just kidding. Um Speaking of a uh, different niche, uh, in the last episode, I promise we're going to get into competitive Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> in the last episode, uh, we asked the question, I asked the question, what do you want to see in the next Legends game? Celebi. Celebi. And I mean, that's kind of what I assumed everybody would say. Uh, but let's see what happened. This what are we going to call do you think Celebi's in the future or in the past? I think it is the guide between them. Oh, so you think we're getting just two games in one? Yeah, the thing that I saw about um about black oh, dang it, about black silver and white gold mm-hmm. was that that Celebi will help take you from the past in the Johto lands to the future where it becomes Unova because Unova is very much about the future and Johto is very much about the past. You are, Which is a fun, you are in this rabbit hole. You I'm, are I'm into in. it. I'm yeah. into it because they're they're thing, they're thematically different, right? Johto is very much like the tradition and the old timiness, and Unova is very much like the future and technology and innovation. And like the, the fact that they clash like that, and the fact that they uh, they're both being teased right now is is kind of like I don't know. It's a little too sus for me. There was Black City and White Forest. That'd be cool. I'm if, telling you. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yes, uh, I asked, what do you want to see in the next Legends game? Uh, we got answers like this from Timothy Palmer. He says, more 3D action, cool starter forms, and the main one needs to be a cool dragon type. I'm right. ready for a dragon starter. 
Have we never had one? We have n- uh I don't think we've ever had one that that evolved into a dragon. I know we got No, we have septile. But Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, we, no, we've never yeah. had had one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No. Even like Superior was close. I don't think that one was no, indie just dragon, right? A regular grass type. Regular grass. You'd think that you'd get that in with uh Primarina, like that that cohort. Yes. No, instead we got what was it? What was there? Oh, Incineroar. Yeah. Fairy Dark. Okay, fine. Right. And then the other one was Decidueye. Decidueye. Right. Ghost. Ghost Fairy Dark. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was almost. Almost a thing. Yeah. Uh Mewtwo and Notorious says Legends Eternatus. Okay. Oh, okay. We're going yeah. back to Gala already. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> set during the Pokemonian Middle Ages, uh, Eternatus awakens from the Galar slash Kalos War. I do like this. Yeah. I would not mind writing a Rapidash and like yeah. just going full Legends of Zelda here. Let's make a different Rapidash and have that in that. A Rockadash. Then it's Calyrexization uh, Zamazenta from a faction you choose versus Eternatus. I think Eternatus was like wildly under uh, underexplored, so I'm I'm in for that. I technically don't know what Eternatus do. Yeah, I no idea. Like I understand that uh, Solgalia Lunala, yeah, Sun Moon makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eternatus, it's just the big hand in the sky. It was big sky hand because Dynamax make big. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because the thing is, like, when Pokemon Dynamax, it was kind of like, you know, the Photoshop, like, uh, expand tool where you just, like, go, grab it and go, and then it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. You hold Alt, stays in the middle. Um, Eternatus is that hand. When you Dynamax, ah, Eternatus just comes down and is like, <laughs> makes them bigger. Um, Mr. Kurtastic says, as much as I hate the two-version standard TPCI has, It'd be cool to see past white future black games that expanded on more Paradox Mons. I would be a fan. I'd be into it. I don't think they're going to do, I don't think they would do or should do a uh, expansion on the Paradox Mons. I think that's, that's done. I found out what Eternatus do. What does Eternatus do? Okay, the question that Google asked is, what is Eternatus supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> and they say, just like Necrozma, Eternatus is a powerful alien that came from space and gathers energy within its core, which it can turn into a beam for massive energy. That's it. Oh, it, it uh, bestows Dynamax energy. Yeah, similar to how Necrozma is the source of Z-Crystals and Totem Pokemon Eternatus is the source of Dynamaxing. Okay. Okay. That's and Terrapagos is the source of terrestrialization. I see that they are getting very creative here. Yes. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how they put a, a nice cap on, uh, on their gimmick. They're just like, I'm okay, just and saying, what's the Pokemon that, that creates this phenomenon? I'm just saying what they should do. Yeah. Is going on Mr. Kurtastic's idea from like a second ago. Mm-hmm. Just give us, give me a whole game full of just like iron creatures and a full game of just paradox, past paradox Pokemon. I'll be down. Sure. Just take every Pokemon that you can fit in that dex, give them a new form. I don't need a new Pokemon. I need future and past forms of the exact same Pokemon that we have or evolve everything. 
I'm still sticking with that one. Yeah. Just develop the decks you have. I yeah, like it's fine. We we don't need more ideas. We just need better things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some people who said some fun fun ones like Diancy from uh, Evangeline. Uh, AJ Poke said I would like to see a concept of a multiverse explored. So I'm proud to say my friend I coach. Oh whoa, he's also saying that a friend that he coached made top 150 at Knoxville with a Typhlosion with eruption. Oh, oh cool. snap! Hisuian flavor or Jotonian flavor? Yeah, what flavor was the eruption? What flavor? That's um. Cool. Heno says original Genesect. Okay. Uh, I don't know what Genesect do either. Yeah, that's true. Cause they, they marketed Genesect as like a recreated version of a Pokemon. And everyone just kind of assumed that it was Cabotops. Yeah, fair. But like his Genesect. Genesect was something back, back in the day. I forgot all about that lore. Oh, That's I love true. these Google questions. What is Genesect supposed to be? Genesect <laughs> is an insectoid Pokemon that stands at four foot eleven. Though it's though it originated as another Pokemon, its cybernetic enhancements have been so major that it has been considered its own new species of Pokemon. Okay, yeah, it's just uh, Kabutops, I guess. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but like they they have the opportunity because they've never fully, you know, confirmed it. To go and make something new. So they mm. should. I mean, it could have been Orbeetle, right? Technically, yeah. 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 Uh, Seabass McChomp says, I want to see Pokemon if that's not too much to ask. I think we can make that, you know make what? that work for you. Bold prediction. I think we're going to see Pokemon on Pokemon Day. Certainly true. Certainly true. Uh, and then a Geeks and among other people, said, I want to see a Legends Johto game with the ancient uh, Apricon balls, um, and maybe you can find Blood Moon or Saluna in this game. Why? <laughs> why would you just toss that one in? Because why not? Yeah, that's fair. It'd be an easier way to get a min-speed Blood Moon or Saluna if I can actually hunt for them. Oh, imagine they're all just walking around. The, the yeah, past that'd was be scary, great. man. Dude, the that'd be the best. Scary. Could actually reset for one mm-hmm. and not get disqualified. Good questions. Good questions, everybody. Thank you very much. If you want to go and ask, answer your own questions or even hijack our question, feel free to do so in the Spotify uh, Q&A. Spotif. Spotif. I promise we're going to talk about competitive Pokemon. Like the Global Challenge 2024. <gasps> two. We got here. <laughs> two. We fast forwarded three weeks from the last time we talked about the online Global Challenge. Uh, one. And we're now at two. Both predictions. We we saw we made this prediction that there would be a second one, mm-hmm. right? Because the 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 fact that there's a one implies the existence of a two. There you go. And, and you know what? Now will there be a three? I think there will. I think so too. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is going to be from March one-th uh, to three-th, <laughs> uh, and it will be March regula- It will be VGC regulation series F. F. Um, cool. So, I mean, it's the same as global challenge one. It's going to be, you know, best of ones. Uh, the championship points are going to be the same as well. Winner gets 160 runner up gets 130 and it scales all the way down to 513th to 1024th getting five championship points. So play it if you want to have fun. Yeah. The last one, there was a rule. Yeah. There was a rule change. Oh, you will now get penalized if you play 
in the global challenge on two separate cartridges because that uh ruins the results of the tournament. It really does. Yeah, yeah. So there if you guys didn't know, uh there were competitive Pokemon players that would play all 45 games on two separate cartridges and just take the points on whichever cartridge made the most points, yeah. right? Um it used to be allowed. They changed the rules that uh they will hunt you down now apparently. So don't do that. If you were the ones that wanted to play uh, 90 something games of Pokemon. I mean, I'm I'm usually kind of chill with most uh things that people decide to do inside this game, but like I think playing 90 games just is a little much, period. Uh, on a cartridge, no. On a this isn't cartridge, like yeah. this isn't this isn't yeah, like you could showdown play both at the same time kind of thing, but ah. She could. You could you could do a lot of things at the same time, but should you? Should you? Right. <laughs> and it does kind of like ruin the experience for, for somebody else, you know? Like just try your best. Do really well the first time. And then you won't have to worry about, you know, your yeah. other your other cartridge. It was a problem when a very good player would get like top ten on two separate cartridges. And yeah. you're just like well, now the Japanese player that was using this for nationals just got bumped down because you decided to play twice. Right. Is that fair? Not really. Yeah. Now I do think that for at least the Japanese, uh, it's the the top X amount of Japanese players. So like if, mm-hmm. if two US players playing on two different cartridges uh get first and second, then it, it still counts all the other people. But the, if it's Japanese is, players, that's a that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So the, the the other issue is you only get to keep the highest amount of points. You don't get to scale the points, but you still take the second place spot from someone that could have gotten that's second right. place. Yeah. That's true. So that's that true. kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So signups for that open up on February 22nd, which is going to be next week for you folks. If you guys don't know how to get there, just go to the Battle Stadium, go to online competitions, and then just go to the one that says accepting entries. And yeah. It's really easy to find. If you're curious how to get there, you got to open up your game, first of yes. all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Download a patch. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Lots of patches. And then the last thing, I promise we're going to talk about competitive Pokemon, is uh, the 2024 Dortmund Regionals. Dortmund. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying it correct. I feel weird about saying it like that. Is that it's German, so. Yeah. Dortmund. I'm trying to, oh, good. Google's got me. Dortmund, yeah. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, great. it's almost just, like German's an English language. <laughs> wow, amazing! It's almost like English is Germanic. Yeah, that one. That went on uh, February tenth to eleventh. Five hundred and fifty-one <laughs> players. That's actually a lot. That's a lot in Germany. That's wow. That's a lot in Germany. Good. Very cool. I mean, we had some uh, people from outside Germany, uh, you know, participate. Uh, the winners, first and second, were actually German, but we have people from uh, Spain. We had people from Italy participate. Uh, I'm seeing people from the UK, some people from Ireland. Uh, what else? Portugal. What else we got? What's AUT? Aust- uh, Austria. No. Austria. Oh. Maybe. I see. France, yes, you're absolutely right. Great Britain. That is Austria. Yeah. Ireland, Portugal. What's this? Uh, M-A-R. What's M-A-R? M-A-R. Oh, I'm uncultured. I'm sorry. I don't know flags, guys. Well, um, Morocco. 
Oh, nice. There's another cool looking one here. Oh, Luxembourg. It's kind of like France, but less blue. I like it. <laughs> the flag. Yeah, the yeah, flag. yeah, the flag, the flag. <laughs> <laughs> and as usual, we're going to chat a little bit about the top four teams. Uh, the winners of this uh, tournament in the top cut, uh, top eight uh, through five, five through eight, ended up with 100 championship points and 1,000 US dollars. Uh, third minimum. and fourth, minimum. Uh, the third and fourth players got 130 championship points and 2,000 US dollars. Second Money. got 160 championship points and 4,000 US dollars. And the person who came in first got their 2024 World's Invite, 200 CP. But what are you going to do with it? Because you got your World's Invite. And $6,000 to take a plane flight to Worlds, probably. The cool thing here is, and like one thing I want to point out before we we even dive too deep into this top cut, is that look at the 11-3 representation. The top four all going 11-3, kicking out all of the higher seeds from top eight. Oh, I do love that. Yeah, you see that? You got a 13-1, a 13-1, a and a 12-2 and two that they win in Swiss, but all the 11-3s except for one ended up mm -hmm. in the top four. So they were like, we just got unlucky, guys. We're here to win. Now, for those who listened through the entire uh, Unite deep dive and then everything else we did after that and don't understand what Swiss means, uh, let me tell you that these are all best of threes that they mm -hmm. played against people, right? So when someone goes 11 and three, that means they had 11 wins in their best of threes and three losses in their best of threes. That is so much Pokemon over the course yeah. of a day. Uh, in day one, it's usually nine rounds of Swiss. So that's 27 games of Pokemon potentially. Uh, if all games go to, to game three, it's it's a ton of Pokemon. Uh, so for somebody to go like 11 and three, usually that means that your three losses are, are in there somewhere. Sometimes they might even be in day one. Sometimes you get like two of them in day one, one of them in day two. Um, but like they're... They're demoralizing. It's hard to lose in a long day of playing Pokemon, long day of playing Swiss. Uh, so to see these people like persevere through that and still end up, you know, first through fourth, that's that's admirable. Especially in situations like this where 11 and three isn't a guaranteed top cut. No, it's it's by resistance. There were four people that went 11 and three that just didn't have the appropriate resistance to make it into top cut. So to go 11-3, not only is it already a stressful thing, like, okay, you have to make sure you have the right resistance. They just finished the whole tournament first mm -hmm. to fourth. That's crazy. Now, that said, it, it, they're probably each other's resistance already. Like, that's yeah. probably yeah. where that happened. <laughs> they lost to each other and only each other. <laughs> um, coming in fourth, we had Francesco, who came in with an Ogre Pond Wellspring. I will say, again... Again, in the top eight, six of them were Wellspring Ogre Pond. Yeah, that's the one, guys. If you haven't that's tried that one. Pokemon out, uh, go play Kitakami. Yeah. So we had Ogre Pond Wellspring, a Fluttermane, Rillaboom, Entei, Chen Pao, and Raging Bolt, which, again, just very standard, balancey kind of kind of team. Rocking the uh, Stellar Terror on this Chen Pao, Citrus Berry on this Entei. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun. Have the speed control on this Fluttermane with the Icy Wind. Raging Bolts is just like a Solvest, a new friend. It's crazy. I, I'm recently playing um, 
on ladder and like just seeing a raging bolt and not being able to knock it out with Fluttermane is is like a crazy concept to yeah. me. It's just like, oh, I don't care. Hello. Anything that can thunderclap you twice is scary. Mm-hmm. And by anything, I mean only Raging Bolt, because that's the only thing that can use it. But still, <laughs> but still, the fact that it can it can thunderclap twice on a on a Fluttermane is it's a lot. It's a lot. What was the the ogre pond usage for the whole tour? The okay. entire tour. Whoa. Oh, these are interesting. I know we just talked about fourth place team, but I'm looking at overall usage stats for day one now. Fluttermane was at 57.2% and Ogre Pond was at 50.3%. Yeah. But if you look at day two stats, you have Ogre Pond at 61.2, the most used Pokemon on day two. And then next isn't Fluttermane. No. It's single strike Urshifu. We've Wild. flipped. We have completely flipped. There's not even another Urshifu in the top 12 yeah. at all. So Dersh is, Dersh is power right now, man. Mm. But Fluttermane Flutter still Main. isn't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. 49%. It's not it's, going anywhere. It's still just, a. it's still the best version of itself is the problem. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that, that outclasses a Fluttermane hard as people may try. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergio came in third. With a Hearth Flame Ogre Pond, Dragonite, Rillaboom, uh, Champau, Urshifu, and Raging Bolt. So again, very balancey, same kind of team. Just replace your your Fluttermane and a Hearth uh, and a Wellspring with a Hearth Flame and a, and a Dragonite. So, what did they replace? Oh, they added the Ursh. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah. they did. They did add Pro- the Ursh. Probably a Dursh here too, right? Yeah, and this is the the Raging Bolt that does not, in fact, use... Oh, this is interesting. Raging safety Bolt didn't goggles. have uh, Assault Vest. It had Safety Goggles, but it also has Stellar Terra. Oh. Yeah. It's a Stellar Terra Raging that. Bolt. That's a little scary to me. I think that's another way around uh, Fluttermane. I guess you that might could... Be. That maybe sense. that one-shots. I don't know. I haven't mm. calc this ever. So maybe there, there's a calc here that just like... Raging yeah. Bolt wasn't able to do before, but now is able. The one cool thing that I like about safety goggles that this offers is Rage Powder immunity, right? Mm-hmm. So a, a good way around Thunderclap is to redirect it. You could still redirect it with Follow Me, but you can't redirect it now with Rage Powder thanks to the safety goggles, and that might catch right. people off guard. Okay. Well, I'm into it. Uh, coming in second, we have Nick Schrott, who... Uh, one with a Wellspring Ogre Pun, lo and behold. Uh, Fluttermane, Rillaboom, Gouging Fire, Porygon 2, and King yeah. Gambit. I have a lot to say about this team because this is actually mm. what I'm, this is a very similar team to what I'm p- playing on Patreon right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is a very similar team to Ashton Cox's Charlotte team, mm-hmm. except some of the Terras are different. But the whole premise of this team specifically is around Gouging Fire and Howl. Everything on this team that isn't a Fluttermane would love a Howl. Yes, that even includes Porygon 2. Because the cool thing about this is that Porygon 2 has the download boost. Sometimes it gets attack, and sometimes that attack is pointless. But with Terra Blast, it actually will convert itself to a physical attack if that is more damage. So you can Howl yourself and turn your Terra Blast into a stab physical attack. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, and then in first was Florian, uh, who went in with a Wellspring Ogre Pond, Fluttermane, Incineroar, 
uh, Urshifu single strike for Ridgeraf and Blur Saluna, Blood Moon Ursaluna. I got Blurses in the back. This isn't a trick room. T- well, this has Life trick Orb room is on attached. it. Right? Yeah, what? for Ridgeraf yeah. has trick room. No, yeah. I mean, this has been like a very standard tournament mm-hmm. style team that has won for a very long time. It's just four good stuffs for Ridge and Blurf. Blurf. Right. For Ridge Blurf. and Blurf. Blurf Luna. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is the same thing that gave you a headache at Charlotte, right? You lead yes. Ogre Pond, you lead for a giraffe, you set up Trick Room, you knock out Ogre Pond, and then you have a normal Terror Blurs with Life Orbs going, Rah! and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> That is the thing that scares me. And and folks, if that thing scares you too, my my way that I have learned to deal with that is just snarl. Just That's a fair. lot of snarl. This incineroar run, runs throat chop. That would be another way to stop at least hyper voices. Just mm-hmm. can you snarl yell. after you use throat chop? I mean, if it, you have both of those things, sure. No, oh, I mean, no, like, no. If you throat chop a snarl, they can't snarl. They can't snarl. Yeah, that's a sound-based move. Oh, it's sound-based. Uh, wait, but soundproof. Let's get soundproof Pokemon up in here. So, okay. so they can't get snarled. Exploud 2025. <laughs> Exploud 2025. Guzzlord. <laughs> uh, Clanging Scales Man. Kamoo. That's probably Clanging the closest man. to an accurate Pokemon that, that fits that bill. Soundproof Pokemon. There's also Chestnut. Okay. Why do I know this many soundproof Pokemon? I there's don't know. actually more than I thought. Oh yeah, there's Como, there's Mime Jr., Exploud, Mime. Mime Jr. Yeah. Let's there's, go. There's Voltorb, there's Hasuian Electrode. Mm, I've heard did you know, that. Did you know Obama Snow gets soundproof? What? It is kind of quiet during the snow. Have you ever been outside? Yes, you have been outside in the snow. Uh, no, but no. <laughs> But, like, have you ever been outside in the snow and you're just like, it's so quiet right now? Yes. Because it's like things are happening around you. You're watching things hit the floor, but they're not making a sound. They're not making any sound. Buffalon also gets soundproof probably because there's so much hair in its ears. Mm, yeah. it's It's got a lot of hair in them ears. All right. Uh, that's a podcast, I think. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. Uh, if you want to go and check us out. On places and things, you can go to YouTube and Patreon, youtube.com slash Pokesports, patreon.com slash Pokesports. On both, you'll find different varieties of the podcast, and on both, you'll find Kevin. Playing his little heart out, uh, getting real good at the game. Let's see what we have coming out this week. I have a list in my What you got? Uh, What did we just upload today? Vile Plume. Vile Plume. And tomorrow... Spoiler alert, there's going to be a Verizion video. Oh, get ready. It's Verizion. And after that, an Alolan Executor. But that's all that's what you. that means. Okay, because the file that Kevin sent me, sent me is entitled Alolan Egg. And I yeah. was like, what is this? <laughs> but now I know. Thanks. And if you want to find me, you can find me on the podcast. This that's is where, where I you am. are now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yup. <laughs> or if you want, you could just go on to the YouTube videos, ask where Mike is. We yeah. might respond. I'll, I'll respond. <laughs> Whatever. I'll say, hey, what's I, up? I'm right here. Yeah. Hello. Tell me something new. In the comments of the YouTube video of this podcast, tell me something new. I love how there, there was someone that said, where's Mike on the podcast of last week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
All right. And again, if you like Poke Sports, do something about it. Uh, I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.